Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to the Stompcast with me, Dr. Alex George. This is the podcast where I go for a stomp with the guests to take a little wander into their life. Each episode is split into three 20-minute sections to accompany you on your stomps. I'm so excited to be speaking with Vicky Patterson on the podcast today. Vicky broke onto our screens in 2011 as a cast member of Geordie Shaw and has gone on to become an author, the queen of the jungle, a podcaster, and most recently a documentary maker. She has many strings to a bow, and I know this will be a really interesting conversation. Vicky, I'm so glad to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for having us. And also introducing us to this beautiful location. It's so nice, isn't it? Honestly, this is like one of my favourite places to walk, Milo. Um, well, I've got Epping Forest as well, but I thought, it's sunny, let's get out, let's get a bit of a tan. Yeah, you get can walk. do with it. So. OK, I could. <laughs> I could. Well, actually, I got my factor 50 on, because we actually have chosen the hottest day of the year. Like, it's like 30 degrees. And do you know what? It's midday as well. So I planned this fantastically, didn't I, I really? sweating me to It out. is warm. It's, it it's is warm, hot. but at least we've got the sun cream on. We're out in the sp- out in open space. We're in nature. We're going to have a great walk. So Milo. Milo is not coming out with us today because it's too hot, but he loves us, does he, running around here? This is his favourite park. Like, he often meets loads of lovely doggies. Um, he... There's a bit, when it gets rainy, obviously it's the polar opposite today, but these bits down here, these little ditches, they get really muddy and he loves to roll around Why in them. Why do dogs just love jumping? They like mud, they like everything they should. They like dog poop, they like fox poop, badger poop, mud, oh. ponds, anything that they shouldn't go in. They're just scruffy. They They're just love it. Scruffy They pups. get out of the house and think, right, that's it, I'm going to be myself now. Yeah. <laughs> Best version of myself. How am I going to ruin me mum's <laughs> day? That's yeah. always what Milo's thinking. And, and Milo is a very white, beautiful dog, so of course. Oh, <laughs> of course. yeah. You get them right, dogged. Do you do, you do the? Are you, are you mean? Do you give the hose down outside? So we are actually building right a doggy shower at yeah. the front of my house. So we had this like little room, Al, yeah. and like a couple of people on the estate have turned it into like a home office or yeah. a cloak room. And Erkan yeah. was really lobbying for it to be a games I room. I love that lobbying. Oh, he sat down. He had his case in point. Proper baby, coming to us with a whole like <laughs> list of reasons why he needed a he had games room. Get his case room. file ready. Yeah. It'll be good for me mental health. Like I got the full spiel. Anyway, I. Um, um, overruled? I, yeah, so overruled. Objection. Yeah. Hearsay. <laughs> Objection, no foundation. Feel like Lack of foundation. Yeah, yeah. But no, so hey, we've turned it into a doggy shower because he hates the outside hose. And I thought if I can just get him into there, we're going to tile it all. Mummy gives him a quick little wipe down and then he can shake as much as he wants and I can just wipe it all off. So that's in the process of being built. Goodness. He is spoiled. He's, He's spoiled. spoiled boy. He's spoiled. Gosh, it's quite windy. I'm glad for it for the, uh, oh, for the thing, but hopefully the sound's you need okay. It today, the wind today but it's really nice to go for a walk with you you know i think our listeners hopefully have got their boots on their their trainers on there's factor 50 today (laughs) although actually when you're listening it won't be today but either way factor 50 is important Uh, and getting out and enjoying a bit of bit of nature and a bit of you know me time you know getting outside it's great for your mind great for your body and it's something that i'm sure you know now that you've got little milo do you find 
that you do get out that much more, that he gets you out of the house and you, you know, are you appreciating things around you more yeah. than ever? I, I think it would for me with a dog, you know? Absolutely, babe. So I never really placed much importance on getting out into nature, getting fresh air, always being active, you know, always like to train hard. But in particular, like walks, strolls, hikes, whatever, I just saw it as something like older people did, you know? Yeah. And then I got Milo. We've had him about a year now. And then we became older people. (laughs) Then before I knew when I was middle-aged. No, I got Milo and actually, like, I realised what I'd been missing out on, you know, and I feel like starting my day off with his walk, he's an early riser, so it's about 7am, but starting my day off like that, I just start my day off, right? I get a chance to collect my thoughts, to think about what set me tone for the day. Like, I've been calling it a bit of a power hour, you know? I like that. I try and knock on on my phone and, and, I don't know, just... I also read somewhere, and it really got me in the feels, this. Like, do you ever go on walks and you see people walking their dogs and they're on their phone and they're texting and that, paying no attention to their dog? I read somewhere, like, when you take your dog out, remember that this is the best part of his day. And it just broke my little heart. Oh, you have me crying. And we've not brought my... No, I know, don't worry, it's too hot for When we get back, he's going to be absolutely raging. Oh, he'll be fuming, baby. He'll be be sitting there all looking at me like, where have you been, He'll be like, Mum, you've been so mean. Why did you leave me? And then, oh, bless him. No, he's had his morning walk. But But I always try and give him, like, my 110% when I'm on it and I fuss him and I interact with the other dog walkers. And you know, when I come back, Al, I just feel so wholesome. I feel good. Do you think mine is actually good for your mental health? I, I suspect you can say yes. Yeah. But do you, have you noticed a difference? You've had him a little while now. Have you noticed that change? Oh, 110%. Like, Milo's brought so much to my life. And I remember speaking to my life coach about it, right, when I first got him. And I had a bit of a wobble. Like, I had a, a real break, a breakdown with Bill. And I said, I just underestimated the task of getting a dog. Like, <laughs> It's I'm, not easy. It's not, babe. And I was like, I'm overwhelmed. And, like, I felt so ridiculous mm. because... You know, my sister's got a, my sister had a newborn at the time. Like, I know there's people out there yeah. with bloody five kids. I was like, yeah. and I'm crying over a Labrador puppy. Yeah. But I was like, I'm, I'm really stressed to death. He says, honestly, people underestimate the commitment all the time. But he was like, it is going to be worth it for you. Like, it'll teach you so much about prioritising, about love, about everything. And obviously, I sort of was listening, like, yeah, yeah, Bill, nay bother. But it has, like, Milo's taught me so much about love and like he's oh he's just there's such a uncondi- lovely boy there's an unconditional love that dogs yeah. give you that it teaches you what love can actually be and i we of course i'd say huge congratulations you're recently engaged oh, Urkan, and, but you, you and Urkan, it just it's just amazing i mean I, i've known you for a little while now i mean i've seen you that many times but you every time i interact with you like you you're always so excited and happy about how things go with him and I'm really happy to see that because you deserve it. I mean, there's many people, honestly, who in the world, they portray certain things and they act like everything's amazing. And they also like, I don't know, it's very like they only care about them, themselves. But I really believe with you, like you, you really do care about other people. And, you know, what you put out is amazing. And I mean, we were at a talk together, weren't we? You interviewed we me at the Wasn't Manchester Well. a nice weekend? Oh, such a nice weekend. Although you didn't have a great start, did you? Because oh, no, the train. <laughs> <laughs> you had train problems, hotel issue. Got there at mid- like midnight. The hotel couldn't have you because it flooded or something. Two o'clock in the morning. Two, the hotel was like a swimming pool. Swimming pool. <laughs> We'd love you on a day like this, to be fair. Oh, I would have but loved it. In, there was a swimming pool issues, uh, as in the hotel was like a swimming pool. You had to stay somewhere else. You'd, uh, anyway, we made it there. We got there, and it was a great time. But there's something that I really, I really took from that because 
Which way are we going, actually? But we are, this, is, this, is, this is a real stomping podcast because we're not just sitting here pretending, but we are actually walking. I should say before I continue, we've got flowing fields, we've got a bit of shrubbery, we've got trees, we've got... What else have we got around here? Well, this is a little... I, I like to say whenever Urkan's like, where are you with him? I'm like, oh, I'm walking up the little mountain. Like, it's probably a bit of an overreaction. I think but... that's an over... <laughs> I, I feel like this is a gentle incline. Just it's like a little a one, hill. It's a slight like, meander up the hill. But, you can uh... tell I'm not a natural-born stomper. No, you are. You are a stomper now. You're a member of the stomp cast. <laughs> so when we were on that weekend, there was something I really took away because... I remember towards the end, we were doing a, you were doing a Q&A section, this is when I was watching you, and there was a lady in the audience who was talking about her breakup and how difficult that was, and she broke down, bless her, Jess, and you got up from the seat and went down to the audience and sat and gave her a hug, and you like looked her in the eyes and talked to her about what happened. And I thought that was just so kind, and like everyone was like, oh, I have bloody tears in my eyes. Like, it's horrible when you can hear someone being so upset, but some people in that situation would just stay there or not really give in that situation but it was just amazing that you went down because you know what i can tell you something she will never forget that Aww. she will never forget it that well, you came I won't down either you know mate like i think that weekend was so lovely and it was just such a beautiful thing to be a part of but that particular instance like it was so yeah. so profound like it sticks out in my memory like it was beautiful that she felt like she could be vulnerable it was amazing for me to be able to feel like i'd helped somebody in some way i don't know like Oh, everyone's had a heartbroken and I'll have not there. And everyone's, everyone's had those like grazed knee moments. And I think what is important is that you pay your experiences forward. Yeah. So everyone knows like a couple of years ago, I was beyond heartbroken and felt like there, you know, there was never going to be a moment when I smiled again. I'm so dramatic. But now I look at my life with gorgeous Milo and beautiful Erkan and all of the fab things we've shared together. And I think... I can give these young lasses yeah, hope. Yeah. That and lads. And lads, hey God, giving me hope. Listen to me. You're giving me hope. Listen to me casual sexism. So, <laughs> no, I, I just think like it was. It's lovely to be able to tell these girls like, oh, hang on, it does get better. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I took away from that, I suppose. Well, I think you know, and an element of when we're out walking and like stomping now is that you do get a moment to think about your vulnerabilities, things that have happened and reflect. And sometimes you sit with emotions that aren't always easy, are they? Because yeah. like, that's kind of walk is beautiful, but sometimes you do have to... Things come up in your mind, you go, oh, gosh, did I get that right? Do I regret that? What do I think about that? So I almost think there is an element of, like, self-therapy when you're walking as well, because generally, hopefully, you're not walking with your phone out. You are with your dog, or you're just, like, looking around, listening to music. Do you think... Have you found that you do reflect when you're walking? And... Is that helpful for you? I think, yeah, like, absolutely. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. I've got a very loud inner critic. Yeah. And it's very harsh, you know? And I, I don't mind it sometimes because it pushes us to be better constantly. Like, I'm always trying to improve. Like, I wouldn't be where I was today if I wasn't this hard on myself. But sometimes it's very hard to drown that out. So yeah. that's what I do. I put friends on the telly. I scroll on Instagram. Like, I'll have music somewhere. Like, there's constantly got to be a stimulus. But when you're out walking, hiking, stomping, whatever you call it, you have no choice sometimes but to be alone with those thoughts. And in order to improve, you have to go to those dark places. Like, you have to sit there and be truly comfortable with yeah. who you are. And that is really difficult. Yeah. So, no, I think I think it's super important to, to get out on these walks and actually just take yourself away from all of the noise and just get comfortable with who you are. 
even yeah. if it's uncomfortable at first. Yeah, well, I hope anyone listening, if you are tempted, if you haven't been out for a stomp, if you've never kind of gone for a walk, you know, not just to get A to B to actually just for the sake of stomping, then please do. You know, we know that um, people who walk regularly have less risk of heart disease. We know that walking in nature is really? great for mental health. Yeah, great for mental health. So if you need any more reasons to stomp, I read the other day from the Royal Horticultural Society. That's a, that's word a bit to of say, a mouthful, isn't it? The RHS that uh, <laughs> they did a bit of research into like spending time in nature. And they found that people that are out in nature were much more likely to be calm, to have reduced levels of stress, anxiety, and feel more connected with the world. And what about I, the extent to me? It, it does. So you're kind of when you're outside now. Like I just feel instantly like calmer. You know, I'm out there. I don't hear any traffic. I'm not like there's no stress. My phone's in my pocket. You just feel like. Everything's all right, you know? Yeah, no, I completely get that. And, like, honestly, everyone preaches the benefits of it and I'd never sort of given it much gravity until, like I say, I got Milo and I had, I am, Alex, I'm calmer, I'm more content, I'm healthier. Yeah. Oh, do you know, since getting that dog, I've lost two stone. Yeah, really? Yeah. Just it's, move. It's just, just, it's just movement. Moving. And I think the big, one of the big things with... Um, one of the big things I really like about stomping is that people don't count it as exercise. And I mean that in a good way. Because yeah, exercise, you almost don't think you... Yeah, yeah. People, people make exercise into this kind of chore and task and mm. things. But what I believe in is that... And it sounds obvious, but all movement is beneficial. So yeah. if you're going out for a walk, you're doing it actually for how you feel, you know, to enjoy time with your dog or your loved ones, but you're actually really benefiting from your heart's benefiting from it your muscles are benefiting from it of course your mind as well yeah i always say and this is like one of my favorite quotes it doesn't have to be hell to be healthy i love that and, and it's really like, like so that. true like often we think exactly like you say and i weaponized exercise for yeah. years i saw it as a like punishment yeah. for what i'd eaten rather than a celebration of what my body can do yeah. or like a like a, a beautiful like part of your life you know but i got my law and now I see how happy he is, how much yeah. he enjoys it. That's infectious. Yeah. And also, like, I just feel like I'm at the point in my life where I only want to do things that make me happy. I only yeah. want to do things that bring me peace. Yeah. And I don't want to punish myself. I love cheese. I love gin. I love pizza. I like, love cheese. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, I love all of them. Who doesn't love cheese? But, like, I shouldn't be punishing myself yeah. because I love them. I should just find... I, I should just incorporate things into my life that keep me active, that keep me healthy, bushes, that keep yeah. me fit, but that doesn't like feel like yeah. a chore. And stuff like this doesn't feel yeah. like a chore. It just, I don't know, it feels, it feels like a privilege to yeah. be able to do this. It feels to move. I think it's great to like remember that sometimes. Like I was actually, I was swimming, it's like a unrelated stomping. I was swimming I last night. I love swimming as I well. I love swimming. I like it because of the monotony of it actually, which is very different to, to stomping. But when I'm swimming, I, whenever I'm feeling out of breath, I'm like, oh gosh, it's hard work. I just think, I'm so lucky to be able to do this. Yeah, and actually, yeah. when you go, I'm grateful, I'm grateful to move, you get this bit of endorphin rush. I don't know where it kind of comes from, but you feel like, oh God, I feel really good about this now. Like I'm enjoying it and enjoy the process. It's not about the end result. And that's the problem with exercise uh, a lot of the time is it's kind of weaponized to be all about results. Exercising for an aesthetic is a hiding to nothing, I think. And it took us years to work that out because that's all I used to do it for. Didn't enter my mind that I was exercising for my mental health or I was exercising for wellness or like peace or anything it was just I want a thigh gap it was yeah. so toxic um, and the minute you let go of that mindset yeah. and you start to enjoy like exercise for what it really is a celebration of what your body can do then that's that's a shift and then things just start to become easier and healthier and you become happier yeah you feel best for it don't you babe now I can hear as we're walking I can just hear a little bit of the birds I can hear a bit of rustling through the trees 
and it makes me think about like, well, what what else can you worry about? A when bumblebee. The, when, oh look, and we've now we've got a bumblebee. He's so lovely. Can we get the buzz of the bumblebee? I don't think that's possible. Actually, more, more the ouch if it stings us. Oh, it's pretty. You got you just when you're out walking, you just notice things, don't you? You just see things that you might not other otherwise kind of take time to appreciate. Yeah, you just like I say, man. There's less. We're not as hyper stimulated, yeah. so there's less going on, and you take a second to appreciate everything around you. Life's so fast, man. You need to have these moments. Slow down. Yeah. Now I got to ask you. I ask everyone on on this podcast. What is in your stomping toolkit? What do you take? What are the three things you must have in your in your toolkit for stomping? Okay, so whenever I'm going out on a walk, I'm obviously normally got Milo. So yeah. he has a lot. That's first, top yeah. on the toolkit. Always got to have baby Milo. But like, he is a bit of a princess, you know. He takes so much stuff. Really? Yeah, honestly, like, I just like shove my shoes on and go, me. Um, but <laughs> Milo, no, he's a real princess. So I have to have a little backpack with me with his water in. His treats, his poo bags. You need those. I'm a very responsible dog Good, owner. Yes. Um, his little water ball, like a, a ball in case we go somewhere where he can play, all that sort of stuff. So I class Milo's like one of the toolkits. Milo, and then his backpack is one. Yeah. Um, and then for me, I always like either if it's hot like today, a bit of suntan lotion because I never know how long I'm going to be out for. I prove that. I prove that. Yeah. And if it's cold gloves out oh my gosh in the winter oh, babe, is there don't... anything worse when your fingers are aching and it's throbbing from the cold that actually is one of the worst and then when you come inside put your hand under the hot oh. hot water tap and it's almost no worse thing it's it's just honestly like I, he loves so he's a bit he's naughty pup like everyone who's seen my instagram knows my is a naughty pup so he like he'll will steal me gloves and run off and i'm like oh my god but when i it was January in Newcastle, mate. And you're talking like minus whatevers. And it was, I went home, my mum, and I was like, I can't feel my fingers. The next day she come back in your gloves for us, man. And I was like, oh, That's such so a game cute. changer. That's so cute. So yeah, honestly, if it's hot, suntan lotion. If it's cold, gloves. I say that is an essential toolkit if I've ever heard. I can say we definitely don't need any gloves today, though. That's, that's not needed. An ice no. pack, maybe. I don't know. Oh, God, honestly, when you were talking about swimming before, my mind like wandered, and I was like, oh, I absolutely lovely. love to oh, be in a pool. Imagine a lovely, cool pool right oh. now. We shouldn't be wishing away where we are. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to part one of this episode with me and Vicky Patterson in Waltham Abbey. In the next part of this episode, we'll be diving into Vicky's life. And so if you're not finished stomping yet, make sure you go and listen to part two now. Or come back to catch up on tomorrow's stomp. See you soon. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.